What up, what up, what up, what up, everybody out there? If you hit that play button today, what, you ain't like that? Nah, you had to come in like this guy. This is Chechu Betcha. <laughs> Welcome back to Social <laughs> Junkie Podcast. We're here today with Pernell McGee. What's the scoop See, today, Pernell? Now look, why you say my whole name? You don't like it. You don't <laughs> I like forgot. I forgot, nigga. You don't like what I said. It's all right. It's okay. We'll cut it out. It's all right. No, we don't have to. Sorry. Hit that play button today. We appreciate y'all as always, man. It's episode 147, Social Junkie Podcast. Finna get into it. Play a little music. J.I.D. put out a new song. Talk about that in his upcoming album later. Play something from that and get started, man. We appreciate y'all. Social Junkie, bitch. Gonna crack these beers open in a minute. Look, look, J.I.D. back in the city with it G.D. done been all across the globe They say J.D. scribbler, he's silly with it when he spit it And I hope he don't sell his soul He should be good, man, he signed a code He from the hood, nigga, down the road He with your jugger right by the stove Then they saw the patrol, it was time to roll Saw the patrol, it was time to ride Motor running on Memorial Drive Got a country cousin cruising with the black man Savannah at the Florida Georgia line Got a couple family members in Atlanta, not Atlanta We let on Moretta decide They just go let that Moretta fly Cause you niggas bugging, spray pesticides It's me and the bros no extra guys and they moving way just no exercise we could pick a date to come stretch you out only showing muscle when it's flexing time you can see the hustle you can recognize overcame struggle when the devil tried let me bear it all when i'm telling god you know i'm a rant when i talk to jock nigga said that i can't damn lie ain't dapping no hands sanitize won't slide on your man landslide there's a nine in my pants hancock you gonna try to recant you can now i can step on the ant and pop i'ma shoot at the ground dance now You know what? I, I haven't heard that song yet. It sounded good up until that hook. He was rapping his ass off when the song first started. But, oh, shit. There was my beer. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> if you hit that play button today, <laughs> we appreciate y'all as always. Again, this is Social Junkie Podcast, episode 147. I go by the name of P. You want to open it now, nigga? Couldn't wait. This nigga couldn't wait to open these. All right, we're going to open now. We'll introduce ourselves after we open them. This nigga want me to do it first because he don't know how to use this shit. I don't. I don't think I do either. I thought you said you did it, bitch. I did do Oh, it's this one. No, it's the same one you said. I did do this shit. I think I did. Bro, don't watch the video. Where's the regular bottle opener that you had? Bro, I thought I did this shit. I did do this shit, bro. This is so sad, guys. I hope you guys don't watch this on YouTube. But if you are watching, hit that subscribe button. I can't do it. Here, try you up. Here, you look stupid now. It's your turn. <laughs> I go by the name of P. Brad is with me as always. He's trying to open his beer with his mouth like a little bitch. Nah, that's not a good idea. Yeah, try to do it. Like Again, if you hit that play button, I'll introduce everything. Hit that play button. We appreciate y'all. This is episode 147, Social Junkie Podcast. We drop episodes every single week, guys. If you didn't know, this is a weekly podcast. Um, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and SoundCloud are the platforms where you can hear our audio-only episodes. Our YouTube videos drop after the audio episodes. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel again. Like I said, this is so sad. We cannot There's even open these beers. Though. A way to open this shit. Look, we got a can opener with a fucking 
with the attachment that has like the bottle opener on it too. This is nigga, I swear I used that shit the other day. I used it the other can't day. Be, bro. I did. That's a bottle opener. Well, it was that same blue one. I just can't remember how I did it. Fucked up this whole episode. <laughs> Apple Podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud to listen to our audio only episodes and YouTube. Bro, you gotta open it up. I don't know how we open it. Bro, go find a bottle opener, bro. Now I'm gonna have to pause it. No, it's alright. You know, I'll talk to the people while you come back. Bro, where the fuck is the fucking bottle opener at outside? Snicker got up. It was. Why you leave it outside? Bro, we had it. I don't know what the fuck we should do. He's looking for the bottle opener, guys. Sorry. Things happen. We appreciate everyone that's listening worldwide, man. Everyone in uh, Georgia and Atlanta area. We appreciate all y'all, man. Everyone has hit the play button on this episode consistently. On our episodes consistently. We appreciate y'all, man. We really, really do. Um, we almost at episode 150. Probably do something special for episode 150, guys. See what we can do. You hear this nigga scrambling around in the kitchen? <laughs> You ain't got no bottle opener, bro. Ryan be opening. Shout out our nigga Ryan. He be opening the shit with his fucking teeth. Ryan, we need you, brother. Where's the opener that you had? No, the one that you was just using. It's over here next to your chair. Um, I guess I'll do a podcast rundown while we do that. Um, we're gonna start at what's trending. Brandon's gonna start us at what's trending this week. Got an RIP to give out after we do what's trending. Brandon will go first and I'll go in what's trending. We got an RIP to give out after that. Uh, we got like three things for the Would You Rather segment. Uh, we'll get into some stuff for music. A few things we got for sports. Uh, then we will do the Q&A segment today, guys. Um, if you have any questions for the Q&A segment that you want to send to us, anything for us to debate for our Q&A segment of our podcast, we can answer the listeners' questions, guys. Anything you wanted to debate about. <laughs> he had no luck finding the other bottle opener. Send it to socialjunkiepod. What the fuck is that? At gmail.com. Socialjunkiepod at gmail.com for anything. I'm fucking knocking shit over for the QA segment. Oh, you got it? Oh, this nigga's using the lighter. I've never seen that one done. Because I think somebody had taught me it before. If you get yours, you're going to have to do mine. Let me see the opener again. We ain't going to start this episode until we get these beers open, guys. Sorry. It's not happening. Let me see the other one. Uh-huh. Not working. It is. Oh, it's, oh, it's open. Okay. Got to do it twice. It's so sad, guys. You know what's so crazy? I've had my fucking little Jamaican head one. I've had that shit for like over two years. Oh, you did. And I've never lost it. My little Jamaican head bottle. I've I thought never you lost broke it. Shit. shit is not broken, nigga. Now we can start the episode pretty soon, guys. Go ahead. Uh oh. Okay. Nah, yeah. Put some pressure on that. I don't think that's how they did it. What's the pressure on that, my nigga? You thought of that J.I.D. song? Sounded good? Yeah, it sounded good to me. I ain't like that hook. Why not? I ain't like that part. I was alright on that. I like the rapping. It's a dub, I fuck with J.I.D. though. Shout out to J.I.D., man. Shout out Dreamville, J.I.D. All niggas over there, man. What's better, Top Dog or Dreamville? Kendrick's not in Top Dog anymore. You gotta remember that now. So it's Dreamville, bitch. Yeah. So when Kendrick was in there, who was what was better? He was the deciding factor. I would still say Dreamville I as a whole. Say Dreamville, yeah. No, no, TDE got fucking Isaiah, uh, Isaiah was Kendrick. Isaiah wasn't really doing it like that. He wasn't because he was gone for five years, bro. Talk about. He still got a factor in the music that he did. We got it. Wow, guys, fucking seven minutes later, almost eight minutes later, we fucking got it. Cheers I forgot, man. I don't know. Somebody had taught me how to do it with the fucking with the lighter, but you had to put your hand a certain way. It's pretty sad, guys. 
Took that long. I did the fucking shit, so Brian's gonna start us in what's trending. Whenever you're ready. I did the rundown. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's on you. It's on you. I put I you. went two weeks in a row. Bro, I just again. went last week. I went two I don't want to go two weeks in a row. <laughs> no, my shit is like the way my shit is set up, I can't go first. <laughs> How that makes sense? Because nigga, I got Where like your a fucking phone shit. at. It's right there, nigga. This the other right one. There. Oh, the other one? Oh no. Now this nigga don't know where his phone at. This guy right here. Oh man, we fucking up today. This nigga's fucking up. Where your phone at, brother? I don't know, bro. Damn. It's probably outside somewhere. Ah, oh, bro. Oh, here. This is my pocket. Episode 147. Start right now, guys. Oh, it's in my pocket. This <laughs> nigga right here. Oh, don't start with some bullshit, please. Start off like. Please start off on something. I don't got nothing light. What you mean? Girl, why don't you ever have anything light? Do you have anything that yes. light? Okay, start no, off. No, I then. don't. I don't. I don't. All right then. But it's not anything like police body cam. Show a homeless clapped. army vet uh, his arrest. There's a footage that was uh, released. Uh, the footage shows the controversial uh, October 2021 arrest of a homeless man in Gastonia, North Carolina. It was released July 27th, and it detailed the moments before he was arrested. During the moments uh, he was arrested, they had approached him, and I guess they asked him for ID. Um, so he served. Just a little backstory: He served in Kuwait between and Iraq between 2004 and 05, and he was with his two-year-old Belgian uh, Malinois. He was a service dog. He was approached by police officers responding to a 911 card regarding his panhandling, which was a crime in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. What followed next was the arrest. Uh, was uh was far worse than what he was able to uh comprehend. They tased his dog. They told him to get on uh they told him to get on the um get on the floor and uh comprehend so that he can get arrested or pre- present um ID. So hold on. Damn, where'd it go? They tased the dog. They tased the dog, yeah. Um <sighs> Did they feel like they were under in, force? Da- in danger from the dog? That's what he said. Is there a video of this? Mm, yeah, but it's not in this article. Unfortunately. Okay, so what happened after they tased the dog? What happened? They that tased the dog, so they had tased this dog, essentially. They ch- tased the dog, and after they placed him under arrest, they took him to the station. While he was occupied in the station, while he was there at the station, his processing and all that, his dog ended up getting killed and hit by a car. While he was at the station? Yeah. They probably ran that nigga over, bro. They probably ran that nigga dog over. And that's fucked up too if that really did happen like that. So they just so when they came back they were like, oh yeah, your dog got uh, hit by a car. Yeah, and yeah. they don't want to take accountability for what for what happened. So, and he's supposed to have his dog because you know people with disabilities, you know. Oh shit! And they it's a bring... service animal, you know. So they don't let him do that. Damn. Nah, that seems a little weird and fishy. That's fucked up too, especially if that was like my dog for a long time, and that dog helps him out. Cause now he gotta get a new dog and fucking train the dog to help him with his disability all over again. That's fucked up. Yeah, it says that they were arguing law enforcement about his activities, and they uh, he was grabbed and told uh, told by the officers he will be arrested after not presenting his state ID. He's homeless, you know. But over the course of the argument, uh, his dog can be sitting, laying, and standing next to her owner. During the arrest, he was he's pushed up against the heart, uh, the hood of the car and calls out, "What are you doing?" in a panicked voice. And in the video, and then uh, and then the officer in the video is heard saying that the dog bit him, though the dog is outside the footage frame of the view. Footage frame so of you reading. can't really see it yeah. if he really did or not. Did he yell? Ah, I bit. Because when I got bit by a dog, I yelled. 
I don't know, I guess. It says that, saying that the dog bit him. In the following moments, he threw, uh, he was thrown to the ground while his dog jumped on the hood of the police car, wagging her tail. Then they tased the dog after she tried to get closer to him on the ground. She just trying to fucking make sure her fucking owner is alright. That's fucked up. Y'all niggas are stupid, bro. You just be doing anything. Animal cruelty is <laughs> fucking racism towards dogs. <laughs> the police fucking stand off. These niggas is killing dogs. <laughs> what was the race of the person that was fucking with disability? Caucasian. It was a white dude. Mm-hmm. And they fucking killed this man's dog. It's fucked up. Just for well, we're not gonna kill you because you're white, but we go get your dog. That's what they say. <laughs> That's some wicked witch of the west type shit, bro. You said wicked witch of the west. Yeah, I'm gonna get you and your little dog too. <laughs> That's not funny, bro. I was like, what is this nigga talking about? This guy, but nah, it makes sense. That's fucking fucked up. You're fucked up. He's he said it. I ain't say that. All right, I got here some uh, some news on um. Rest Chobin. in peace to the dog. Rest in peace to the rest dog. Rest in peace to the dog, man. To, uh, Sunshine. That was her name. Was her name Sunshine? Mm-hmm. Damn. Rest in peace. Now nah, I feel bad because that's a nice it's a name. service dog. Yeah. yeah I don't know why the fuck you need to be doing all that to him. Like, it's his dog, man. Even if it wasn't a service dog, why would it matter? It's his dog. They wanted to kill somebody, and they, that person there was, was no white, black people around. So they couldn't. Yeah, there was no black people around. So they had to. Heard it here they, first. They had to do something else. <laughs> Officers of color are, are that were barred from guarding Derek Chauvin get out $1.5 million in a settlement. Damn. Eight correctional officers of color were barred from guarding Derek Chauvin in May 2020. Now they're receiving almost one point five as a settlement for racial discrimination. Damn. $1.5 million. Yeah, according to the court documents, Steve uh, London, uh, the then superintendent of Ramsey County Adult Detention Center, uh, issued an order... In 2020, that banned the correction officers of color from entering the fifth floor where Chauvin was being held. The order was then reincited about an hour ago, uh, about an hour later, from when they did it. So. Oh, this is when he was in jail. Yeah. Oh. Several officers uh, filed charges of discrimination uh, through HR in the following month, and they were uh, the files were closed, and they prepared for a separate. So lawsuit. they all had to split that 1.5 million. Yeah, I guess. How many niggas was it? I think it was eight. It was one and a half million divided by eight. Let me see if I'll be happy with that. 187. 187,000? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be, I'm cool with that. I'm all right. I'll take it. That's cool. It took seven minutes to open this fucking beer. It really did. That's really we sad. fucked up. <laughs> That's really we sad. fucked up. That's all you had? Mm-mm. Oh, I thought that was all you had. I was like, damn, nigga. Shout out to our boy, Jonathan. Out there living good right now. You know where he at. We can't say where he at on here. Because y'all might try to whack him. So, shout out to our nigga, oh, man. Yeah, they're... <laughs> <laughs> a school bus driver. This is kind of, this is pretty fucked up. But at least it could have been worse. It took place out of New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. In Greenland, New Hampshire. A school bus driver has been arrested and accused of stalking and terrorizing an 8-year-old boy. And his family. On his bus route. The federal prosecutors accused the 39-year-old Michael Chick of giving the boy gifts, letters, and cell phones. The family reported multiple incidents eventually leading to an investigation. He's only been charged what? With, inter, uh, with interstate stalking. He's in custody and pending a hearing. Uh, so he began giving gifts to this, this kid. And then he started giving him a phone and he had him uh, follow like certain instructions. And he warned them that if he went to the police that He's gonna fuck his family up. So, uh, 
they his the boy's mother found two uh, track phones in his room, given him given to him by on, the guy. Yeah. You said track phones. Yeah. I thought you said two trap phones. Okay, continue. Yeah, they were allegedly given to him by the suspect, and his, the so the child can take semi nude photos of himself and send them um to the guy to the to, to Mister Chick. Yeah. Uh, they said they uh, looked at also the surveillance video and audio from the uh, school bus. Said that Chick had spent several weeks telling the boy about some bad men, a group he called the Team, that was threatening to kidnap and torture him and harm his family if his young if the youngster didn't provide a steady stream of photos. Damn. This nigga, yo, these niggas is insane, bro. When the boy complied, Chicks allegedly sent a note that said, Good job, you saved yourself. Yo, yo what? This nigga is wildin'. And this all nigga. he's gonna get tra- charged for is stalking. Inter- interstate. Um. Okay, what's the next charge that he should get after that? Fucking, he should get charged as a predator. You're receiving child porn, but like... Oh, like he, should, he needs to be yeah, registered as a sex offender, correct? Nah, bro, he need life! Yeah, that's that's fucking crazy. That's insane. Somebody text me off. That's pretty crazy that he said all that. Yeah, they're not gonna give a nigga life or shit like that though. When they searched his house, Chick's uh Chick's house, they found track phones, digital cameras for uh forensic evidence, uh, digital cameras with forensic evidence, duct tape, rubber gloves, children's underwear, and toys. And they said I think they found bags of like children's underwear underwear. The fuck? Niggas is weird old how old is you Mr. motherfuckers need the book thrown at you? How old is Mister Chick? He got a weird name. Um, I don't Does it say his age? No, I don't say his age. I think he's a creepy old, old, old man. Old enough, fucking sick. Oh, 39 years old. You old bitch. <laughs> fucking piece of shit ass motherfucker. That nigga said, "Good job, you saved your whole family." Niggas is wild, bro. Niggas wild, is fucking bro. insane. All right, this other fucked up article I got here: man arrested in China for marrying an underage, mentally handicapped daughter, arrested for taking money from three three different men. So, he pretty much married off his daughter. She she's mentally disabled, um, to three different men. She was um, he lied about their age, I guess, still branding her as like I guess childbearing because they said that in an article, childbearing years like she's young enough to do that. Mm-hmm. On three separate occasions, he accepted money from people as a um, payment. He claimed that his daughter was over twenty years old, although she was born in '05. She got engaged before a man in 2018 when she was under 14. In 2019, she was engaged to a man in his 30s, and she had just turned 14. Damn, so she's 17 now. Yeah. yeah oh, five, yeah. So, so. Oh, he just did it for money? He did it for money, yeah. Where is this? In China? China, yeah. Maybe he received money. over the night, uh, 90,000 uh, won. Was it yon? Won? Yon? Yen? Yen? Is it Yen? That's not yen. That's yon. Yon? How's it spelled? Y U A N. It's not yeah, Y U A N. It's not yen. Yeah, that's not yen. I don't know what that Maybe is. it's won. I don't know. I won some money. Like that. $13,000 was just the equivalency uh, in the U.S. It's 90000 90, So he's collected thousands. So he was just. Niggas really be marrying their daughters off to get paid? That's, I'd imagine in India the same That's thing. what niggas do That's what I was gonna say It's in a different country Maybe shit like that Happens a lot out there In different countries Like I don't know But I'm assuming She couldn't even speak out bro Cause she's um She's too young She's too young That's fucking crazy Niggas The things niggas will do For some for check. That's like how um People will marry somebody Just to get their green card Like marry an American citizen Just to get their green card Niggas I, well, I've seen it I've seen it happen In person With somebody that I worked with Whose name shall not be said on here But yeah You, you a bitch for that You fucked up <laughs> 
You fucked up. You know what I'm talking about? No, actually. Bro, I'm gonna write it down. Bro, you know what I'm talking about, bro. Can y'all tell what name I'm writing by? <laughs> Remember I told you to oh, do it? Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, you a bitch. You're wrong. <laughs> All right, that's it? Yeah, that's it. All right, guys. Oh, I wanted to play this, too. I forgot about this. <laughs> Somebody... I meant to play this in the intro, but we was doing all this shit with the beers. Uh, this dude, he had posted a video on Twitter, and he said, uh, this is how Kendrick Lamar raps. So I'm gonna play it. And I want you to see if it's like, you think it's similar to how Kendrick raps. I'm just you are no longer a nigga! When shit hit the fan, is you still a fan? What you dip on your set? Did you kill a cam? With a clip in your hand, would you kill a man? Maybe I could give you this plan, but would you understand? You we was king! You gotta hear the rest, bro. Stick a laid out. I'm just trying to walk. You like some song, like some shit you can I get a goddamn bottle from the motherland? My motherland, like I planted the fruits of my labor. I think that girl is pregnant. She evil, she dangerous. She Jackson's not Janet. I had a talk with the president about elegance and raising standards. I stand towards the front of the mountain. I'm out 10 TVs like oh, this. I, I don't fast for No, dick ain't free. Dick ain't free. Dictionary, read it like 10 times. I had 10 rhymes that I had to spit before I was 16. I had 16 bars in a row. not free. Cigars and I, got, I smoke cigars and I nap. I had to wake up from the nap. I wake up, these people keep talking crap like the toilet never had to spoil it. I spoil it. Like that is how I had to milk the game. Even like the fucking. I don't know how niggas think <laughs> to do certain shit, dog. Some of the shit I be seeing on social media sometimes. I'm like, bro, how did you think this out to do this? Like, what in your mind made you think this out? That was fucking funny, though, because that shit does sound like energy. Sounds just like that song that was on the Pippa Butterfly, where he was talking about this decade free. Literally sounds just like that. But um, the first thing I have for what's trending is actually another video here. Uh, but there is a gentleman who is speaking on how American men um, split bills 50-50. American men. I gotta find a video here. It's in my saved shit on Instagram. And it is right here. Hold on, this is what he said. Hold on. Men. Um, I don't know. Oh, hold on, hold on. So this is a PSA to American men. Um, I don't know if you realize that you're the only group of men in the world that literally argues about going 50-50, okay? Other groups of men understand that they are to be the main providers, and in many times, the sole providers financially in the relationship when it comes to bills, okay? For some reason, American men don't grasp this concept and they argue that they should be going 50-50 on the bills. I once had a talk with one of my African friends and brought up 50-50. He laughed at me and he said, 50-50, that's not a wife, well, that is a roommate. You see, other group of men understand what respect in their house looks like. It's stability, okay? Uh, y'all need to get with the program, man. Y'all behind. Come on. So That's what he said. What is your opinion on that? I disagree. That's all. <laughs> okay, keep, elaborate. Let's keep it at that. Elaborate. Let's keep it at that, bro. I think more... I think nowadays we're seeing more women... 
speak out on that fact because I see it on Twitter and shit all the time. Speak out what? To speak out on all oh, y'all bunch of broke niggas that fucking if you're doing fifty fifty on bills with your girl, you're a broke nigga. I see it on social media all the time, all the time. I gotta stop saying nigga because I be trying to post shit on TikTok and they mute it because I be saying nigga. So that means they gonna oh. mute this. Well, we can start it now. Okay, go. <laughs> I mean, you know what my reaction is? Okay, so let me get this. Let me get this right. So, okay. So females are getting mad because they feel you can't take care I'm, of them because you can't take care of 100% of them. I'm just saying I see a lot more females speaking out now in today's era, speaking out on the 50-50 thing on social media, and they're calling us broke niggas because... And I'm saying us because me and Brandon... Well, I do 50-50 with my girl. So... I'm saying us because I'm including myself in that. But they're saying we're broke niggas and we should be ashamed of ourselves. Pretty much. In a nutshell. My thing is about this dude in this video, I don't care. (laughs) That's the thing thing about it. I don't care what other niggas in other countries are doing. What I feel is right is an equal, in my opinion, is 50-50 on spending bills with a woman. That's just my opinion. If women uh, disagree with me, if there's women out here, if there's men out here listening that, that disagree with me. I'm sorry. I just feel like that is fair and that's equal to my, for my relationship. Yeah, you know what? But let me say this though: if I was a nigga, like, cause I've seen like Lil Dirk talk about it, and other rappers talk about okay, it. Like, yeah, I don't fucking, I don't fucking let my girl pay for nothing. That's different. If I'm a rapper and I have, a, and I'm a nigga with millions of dollars, of course my lady's not gonna pay for a fucking thing. I'm a fucking millionaire, billionaire, whatever I'm trying to say. I have a bunch of money. Of course my wife is not gonna pay anything 50-50. You niggas are rich. I feel like there's a difference in that. People forget that sometimes. This is how I approach it. Everybody wants to be equal nowadays. Women that want to have their rights and everything like that. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I definitely there echo that. Yeah. I definitely echo that. But at the end of the day, yet you still want a man to pay for all your bills. Are you really independent? Why would I want to be myself as a man, come and approach you when you can't even handle your half of shit? Why is that attractive to me? Because it's not. Why would I want to be with somebody who has to depend on other people to get to the position that they need to be or want to be? Yeah, back in the day, yeah, like be the provider, main provider. And like you're saying, I'd echo that. Like if I'm in a position I can handle everything, like as far as wealth, Yes. yeah, you don't have to worry about that. Exactly. But as far as me footing all the bills for somebody that doesn't contribute to anything, like that doesn't make any sense. Why would I want to do that? That's the definition of a simp. Mm-hmm. Because, I, I mean, I don't do that. Me and my girl, we have take or give. If any, even if it's not money, it's it's other stuff. Like, okay, if I can't do something, you get groceries. Or do something like that. Yeah, that's cool. it, don't ha- it don't have to be half and half with money. Because me and my girl, we're not, we're not ha- quite at half and half. But she'll do still do other stuff. And I'll still do other stuff. Me and my it's girl. It's about the equality of, of what you, what you, what you kind of like. Your relationship dynamic. Go ahead. No, my bad. I, I shouldn't have talked over you. I apologize, brother. I apologize for doing that. What happened to you? But what I was going to say is me and my girl, we have two kids. And we both got jobs. So in a woman's mind, I'm just supposed to pay for everything. I'm supposed to pay for everything for my two kids and pay for my girl without her doing anything. Who she does have a stable job. So in your opinion, the women that think they shouldn't do 50-50, I should be paying for everything for both of our children. And be paying for everything for her on top of paying uh, for rent and bills where we live at. That's their, that's their logic. I should be doing that in their opinion. And what I'm thinking about is like, when I, and I'll tell my girl always. I always tell her, I always bring this up. 
regardless of you with me or not, because I think in different in other different cultures they expect a man to do it fine. Mm-hmm. But me personally, I see it as times are changing now. You want to put yourself as a woman, as a strong woman, right? Woman, right? In a position where you don't have to rely on nobody, with with you being with me or not. You don't have to rely on nobody for bills. You don't have to rely on nobody for no place. You don't rely on nobody for no car. Mm-hmm. Get your own stuff. And if we could come together, we build. Because that's what the idea is, to build together. It's not me, a, 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 somebody who's working a job, and you contributing, me contributing a majority of my income, putting it down from the house, the bills, the groceries, the kids, the car, <clears throat> vacations, all that stuff. It's not me just doing that. What are you doing? What are you contributing to me? Why would I put myself in that position where you're not contributing anything and we're not we're supposed to say that we're building together? This stuff is not this this kind of stuff like relationship, that shit is a dub. Nobody does nobody should be doing that. Because what you should be aiming to do is come up together. I got a business, get you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna help you try to get your own stuff. So you can have your own stuff and you both we both can come together and we can build. That's what the idea is. Real nigga. A lot of a lot of you people like thinking, especially like what he's saying about this other dude. What do I give a fuck about what this dude think? Yeah, I don't I give don't, a fuck. It's care. a lot of the motherfuckers on social media that be like, man, I care about what this other pe- person thinks, and I'm gonna talk about this. I'll talk about what other people are going through. Other celebrities. Oh man, I hope my relationship don't end up like that. Don't let it. Why? Why do you? Why do you care? People care so much about what other people think and what they should think and <clears throat> tell you how to think and and act mm-hmm. for what? That's not what a man does. Mm. You have your own mind. You have your own opinions. You can think the way you want to think. Ain't nobody should influence that. Real nigga alert. So that's Damn just nigga. my two cents. If you don't dis, if you disagree, then as a woman, sorry, but then that's why I don't look for you types. Like you made the, the alarm go off twice. The real nigga alert alarm it went off twice. Can you do it a third time? I don't get hey it. man, when you gonna have kids, man? That's what I was gonna ask you. Where you gonna have some kids? Where you was like the kids, the bills, the, just to hear you say the kids. I was like, yeah, when this nigga gonna have some kids? When, when we get done, when we and my girl get done, then we gonna have some, we'll think about kids. But it's not. We gonna travel for a little bit. Don't I think I asked you this first. What do you want first? I think I asked you this before. It don't. I, I think matter. at this age, at this time, I don't matter. I've always wanted a girl, but like CMP with his his kids, like I think I'm gonna age. be happy either way. I'm gonna be happy either way, man. I'll happy. I, I'm not gonna say, "Oh, I want a boy," because it's not like that. I can't predict what I'm gonna have. Yeah. I'll be happy whatever gender baby I have. Remember, man. I told you it's a certain position you gotta do. To get oh, a girl. Man, I think I, I remember you telling me. That shit worked. It worked for my my, my boy. It worked, man. All right, guys, let us know what y'all think about that that 50-50 shit on the bills, because that I know that's probably a very touchy <laughs> subject when it comes to like shit with women, because we got more shit that we got to get through. So it's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad to expect something more from another, like to equal. It's yeah, not. Yeah, it's not. Right. It's not bad to expect and want to build together. It's not bad, and whoever thinks that it is, tripping. Like I said, it's like um, that's the logic that the the women that say that guys should pay for hundred percent of everything. In my situation, her logic is I should be paying for everything for both of my kids and my girl, pay for all the bills. That's their logic. I should be doing all that. And that's not fair in my eyes. That's not that's not fair. That we both share these children. We both love and provide for these children. We should both love and provide for these children, I should say. That's not how it should be. I don't care what these niggas in other cultures. I don't care. I don't give a fuck about what these other niggas in other cultures do. It doesn't matter to me. Doesn't change. Oh, let me go. You know what? Let me call my girlfriend to start paying for everything now because this bitch ass nigga said that. Fuck you, nigga. You know what? I shouldn't say that because that's his opinion. I shouldn't say fuck you. But that's just his opinion. 
That was just his opinion. I, I can't be mad at another man for having an opinion on the 50-50 shit. That's his opinion. Uh, the next thing I have, um, there is a video that has went viral of a groom. He played a sex tape of his cheating wife at the wedding. The video was played on a huge projector screen for five minutes. A groom exposed his bride's sex tape at their wedding after he found out she was cheating, according to the New York Post. Guests of the newlyweds in China can be seen looking on in horror as a steamy bedroom scene featuring the bride and her husband's brother-in-law, her new husband's brother-in-law, plays out from a projector at the couple's reception. Hold on, so who would that be? Wait, that's her brother. No. Wait a minute. Her brother-in-law? So it's his brother. The bride of her new husband's... Wait, wait, wait. Featuring the bride of her new husband's brother-in-law. I don't know. That's, that's confusing. The bride of her new husband's? I'm sorry. The bride and her new husband's brother-in-law. His brother-in-law. So it's his brother-in-law. But that's her sibling. Maybe... I don't know. No. I don't think that's what it is. I don't know. That's, that's confusing. But I don't, think that, I don't think it's that, though. I don't think it's her brother. But anyways, let me continue. The disgraced woman then throws her bouquet at the... Uh, that's what it's called, right? Yeah. Bouquet? Yeah, at her husband as he can be heard shouting, Did you think I didn't know about this? Oh, this is what happened in 2019. The clip originally went viral in 2019, but was recently shared again on TikTok because it has clocked up almost 6 million views and thousands of comments from outraged viewers. I saw the video, and the only reason I'm talking about it now is because when I first saw it, it didn't look real. It looked like it was staged, but I kept seeing it in multiple places. So I was like, damn, I guess that shit really fucking happened. I kept seeing multiple news outlets talking about it. That shit really happened, so it's fucked up, man. I don't think... Here's my question on that, though. Could you wait that long up until that point? Could you hold yourself together? That's why I wanted to talk about this, because I want to ask this. Would you be able to hold yourself together to get up into the wedding reception point to where you can put it out then? Nah, because why I got to do all the charade and go out there with a face and all that? That's yeah. I guess, but then when you think about, about it at that point as a man, I guess when you're thinking about it... Oh, you got him? Motherfucker. All right, yeah, when you're thinking about it, I guess... He thought more so about the gratification of him coming out all at this point in front of everybody, her family, and all that kind of stuff. He put that above anything, even about the time. Even over the time of him wasting to essentially bring this out. I don't think I could muster up the energy together to be able to be like, all right. Because it is a lot of energy. Yeah. When you think about it, he had to put up with and act around her good. and all that, and her family. And like, be, be all smiley because you're getting married. <laughs> And not act a certain way towards your cheating wife. That I don't think I could muster up the energy to do that. I don't think I'd do it, bro. I want to meet the nigga that can do that. My nigga Larry June said, "You can't call yourself a man if you can't keep your composure." If you can't keep your composure, who said that? Larry June. He also said, "You can't call yourself a man if you don't take care of your children." I'd agree with B. I take care of you. You can't agree with the composure part. No, because there's certain situations you don't know how you want to act. Is he just talking about in relations to just anger in general? I'm just talking shit. But he did say that. It was just a lie. Just a lie. Because fucking around, find out your kid's been getting in a fight and then somebody else has been beating his ass. Are you going to keep your composure there? Mm -hmm. No. Exactly. Maybe it's a situational thing he was talking about. Shout out Larry June, man. But yeah, I don't know what nigga could fucking keep himself together to do all that. But it's kind of fucked up that it happens that way. Um, At least he didn't get cheated on at his wedding like that one nigga. That Reddit story. Oh, yeah, that was terrible, bro. Um, The next thing here, California will be the first state to provide free meals to every student. 
Uh, according to ABC 10, the California Universal Meals Program allows for district nutrition programs to receive the necessary funding to provide free breakfast and lunch to all public school students, regardless of income status. All lunch debts have also been forgiven for previous outstanding balances on student accounts. California is the first state to do this. All public school students will receive free breakfast and lunch. Nigga, that's dope. California, California really be taking care of the people there. I mean, I think for the most part. Let them smoke weed. Let the kids get free lunch and breakfast. Give those people cars so they could just go buy more drugs. I want to tell y'all something listening to this podcast. I went to high school with this nigga for three years. This nigga never ate lunch. Ever. Probably. When I say this nigga never went into the line and got lunch in three years, he never got lunch. Not one fucking time. And that was what? 07 to 2010? That was, yeah, that was 2007 to 2010. That's how long I've known this nigga, for those that don't know. But this nigga never got lunch, ever. I ate at home. This nigga ate at home. This nigga went the whole day without eating and waited till he got home. From 710 to 210. Nah, we got home at like... Yeah, yeah, y'all go home probably like at 3, because y'all three, had that big-ass neighborhood where y'all was three, at. 3, 3.45. So. Yeah, because y'all had that big-ass fucking Good old days. But I think that's dope, though. I think... I think all students in public school should be getting free breakfast and free lunch. I just think that should that should happen. That should happen. I know every school doesn't have the funding for that. Okay, you can make that argument, but I think that should be a thing in the future. That's true. I mean, the funding you could probably you know make do without giving without giving billions to Ukraine. You know, maybe you, <laughs> yeah. maybe you could find the money to budget if you did that. You know. I think that's really dope though. School breakfast used to actually be okay. The breakfast school been, breakfast actually be better than a lunch. That was just for to say that the yeah. breakfast might have been better than the lunch. Yeah, I remember elementary school. Our school. Breakfast yeah, I remember looking good. at people eating breakfast. I was like, damn, that should look good. Remember they used to bring the Chick Fil A biscuits. In the I morning? used to have the breakfast though. Nigga, I don't remember ever seeing you. Oh, the the biscuits. The yeah, Chick-fil-A biscuits? Okay. yeah, yeah. But that wasn't the same as standing in the lunch line and then going up to the lady putting your fuck. I still remember my number. I still remember my lunch number. This nigga never had lunch number at that itself. <laughs> Cause he never used to. <laughs> I remember a nigga used to have to fill out the free lunch form, and your fucking mama used to have to put your fucking income on there so they can give you free lunch. I did that a couple times. Yeah. Gotta do what you gotta do, man. But that's dope though. Shout out to Kelly for doing that shit, man. Yeah. Um. The cat is out the bag. Well, I shouldn't say that. That's like <laughs> the cat is out the bag. <laughs> Cause this wasn't anything nobody didn't know. Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian supposedly broke up. I guess it's true because I haven't seen anything else that said it wasn't true. But uh, Kim does it again, man. She fucking she fucks a nigga and then she leaves him. She just it, supposedly he was trying to propose to her and she said no. I don't know the whole story, but fuck all that. Kanye went on fucking Instagram. <laughs> Did you see that? Mm-hmm. He posted a picture of a newspaper that I guess somebody edited for him, and it says Skeet Davidson dead at age twenty eight. So I'm going to put the photo in the video so y'all can see it. I'm going to put a skeet photo. <laughs> is that weird? Did I put a skeet that photo? Is, that is weird, but whatever you got to live your fantasies out. Skeet Davidson dead at age 28. He posted this on his Instagram. And at the bottom, <laughs> in small print, it says, Kid Cudi meant to play at funeral, but he was fearful of bottle throwers. <laughs> Why are you doing that to Cudi? Because he's fucking stupid. I don't fucking know, bro. Him and Cuddy been beefing a little bit since lately, but I thought that was actually pretty funny. But the thing that Kanye fucked up on, it's just like, bro, you know what that just proved? That proved that you was mad that they was together the entire time. Like, that literally just proved that the entire time they was together, you were fucking heated, nigga. 
So go and have an editor create a fake New York New York Times front page and newspaper and put this shit on there and then post on your Instagram. Nigga, you was fucking furious. That kid was fucking And then you talking about the morality aspect. Like, come on, bro. You can't wish death on him just because he's dicking down your ex-wife. And imagine if he got tapes. He gonna send no shit, yo. Like, he got Kanye number two. Remember we read that shit? Where you at right now? Yeah, I'm in bed with your wife. I was asking Dion the other day what he would do if somebody how said would that. He fe- how would he feel if Pete Davidson literally texted him a picture of nut on her face? Then you feel real bad, what right? You then you feel some... real stupid doing that kind of shit and agitating him. What would you do if somebody sent a picture of your girl like that and she her eyes were closed like this? With another of it. I'd be mad. You'd I'd be, be able to keep your composure? Definitely not. <laughs> you can't call yourself a man if you can't keep your composure, bro. I guess not. Nah, I'd probably be pretty bad too. But look, this is the funny thing now. Pete Davidson reportedly is in trauma therapy due to Kanye West's harassment. <laughs> That's not funny. It's not funny. I'm not laughing. It's a lawsuit coming. Pete Davidson has been in trauma therapy largely due to Kanye West's attacks on social media. Beginning in April, the King of Staten Island star 28 has been seeking help following his feud with the rapper for dating his ex-wife Kim Kardashian. King of Staten What is that? That was a movie. Uh, The attention and negativity coming from Kanye and his antics is a trigger for Pete, and and he had to seek out help. This is what an insider told People Magazine. The source stressed that despite calling it quits last week, Davidson had no regrets for dating Kim and wanted to be very clear that he has, uh, that she's been nothing but supportive of him throughout their relationship. Um, yeah, but he's in trauma therapy. Um, let me tell you my opinion on that. I think that Pete Davidson is perfectly fine. I don't think he's tripping at all. Because Pete Davidson has a nice hit list, for those that don't know. He got he got a pretty good hit list of girls he done fucked. But I think he's just doing this to try to suit Kanye. I think, I think yeah, I don't think I'd, he gives a fuck. I'd echo that. I think he probably still fucking Kim, even though they broke up. I don't think he cares. I think he's just trying to fucking get a suit on Kanye. And Kanye fucked up by posting that shit on Instagram. He definitely fucked up doing that. But like I said, now that just proves, bro, that you was mad the entire time that he was fucking your ex-wife. Which I mean, you can't be mad at a nigga for being. Can you be mad at a nigga for being mad that a nigga's fucking his wife? Does that make sense? Can you be mad? Can you be mad at a nigga for being mad at a nigga that's fucking his wife? Ex-wife. Ex-wife. Can't be mad. No, you can't. Well, you definitely need to limit your antics, to be honest. But when is Kanye, Kanye going to ever just... limit his antics? When has he ever done that? Hmm? When has he ever limited his antics? Before his mama passed. Whew. Real nigga alert. You did it three times, nigga. Congratulations. <laughs> What's I going to say? Oh, did you see the fucking... Uh... Rest in peace to her. Who? His, uh, his mama, man. Oh, yeah, rest in peace to Donna, man. Rest in peace. I was left. I know it, it changed him a lot, man. Did you see the fucking. I gotta um, stop doing this, bro. I'm just. Yeah, like because this. I was gonna tell you that, nigga. you going out the frame. I was gonna tell you that. But, um, did you see the fucking the mask, the easy mask? No. It looks like the little slide, but it's a mask. That shit sounds stupid as fuck. Like the slide that got the holes in it. The shoe that got all the holes in it, that's like a flip flop kind of. A crook. A like like yeah, the crock looking one. But it's no, the Yeezys, though. Hold on, I'm gonna show you. Yeezy mask. What the fuck you got a mask for, though? Is it the same thing as that with a, uh, that poop shiesty? Shiesty? Fuck, this is not it. Why did niggas put... Oh, I didn't know they had masks like that. That's, that's kind of hard. I didn't know. That looks like the shoe. That looks like somebody ripped the shoe off and fucking... It does. Fuck, man. They don't have a picture of it on here. Like, maybe I gotta type in new Yeezy mask. Nigga, the shit actually look kind of hard. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, but I wouldn't buy it. 
but it was this shoe. It was that shoe, but it's in a mask. It looks just like the shoe, but it goes over your head. It's a mask. It looks just like that. The fuck is that next to it? <laughs> Fucking bobblehead. <laughs> the next article I have, guys. Emmett Till's accuser won't be facing criminal charges. Grand jury declines to indict Carolyn Bryan due to lack of evidence. Grand jury declines to indict Carolyn Bryan Donman, the woman whose accusations set off Emmett Till's lynching. According to CNBC, a grand jury in Mississippi has declined to indict the white woman whose accusation whose accusation set off the lynching of teenager Emmett Till nearly 70 years ago, despite revelations about any unsevered arrest warrant. And an unpublished memoir, memoir by the woman, a prosecutor said Tuesday. After hearing more than seven hours of testimony from investigators and witnesses, the grand jury last week determined that there was insufficient evidence to indict Carolyn Bryan Donman, Donham, I'm sorry, on charges of kidnapping and manslaughter. I thought she died. I thought she was on her deathbed or some shit. I didn't hear anything about that. I, I thought just, she was like I on her deathbed and she admitted. She I thought she was on her deathbed and she admitted that he didn't whistle at her or some shit like that. She wrote it in a memoir. Oh, she wrote it. Okay. In a book. Side note. They when I went to go see Nope, they showed a trailer for Emmett Till movie. That shit looks good. It looks really I'll, good. I'll watch that. That shit looks really good. And they they showed you know I was thinking about this when they were showing the trailer. It was a little Damn, boy, bro. I don't know because now that shit will be. It was a little boy that played Emmett Till. That's probably a very hard role to play. Damn, bro. Like you're I playing don't know. Emmett Till. Yeah, it's gonna be a hard movie. But then when you think about it, like, damn, bro, let's. That's. And it looked like they were showing like him having a childhood in the movie and then getting lynched. Like it looked like they showed all this shit that he about his life prior to him getting lynched. Which which happened? Yeah. You know. Yeah. But it looks like it's gonna be a good movie. I didn't. I don't remember when it said it was gonna come out. But I remember seeing. I don't usually see too many trailers and be like, "Oh, I gotta see that." But when I saw that one, I was like, "Yeah, yeah I definitely gotta see that one." I can't remember what it was called. Though. I was gonna say, man. I just like I said, the whole situation. If if anybody has heard about it, you know, or learned about it through school, which I mean, I doubt any new age people have heard about it, like Generation X, whatever. Yeah. Um, they know they should. The fuck. Well, I mean, they're taking away a lot of the stuff that they teach you, and, and you know, history is not history, you know. Yeah, but that's facts. Um, that stuff is very is it's it's just crazy what they did to him, and in general, what they did to him, and this nigga's trying to kill this mosquito. Oh, it's called Till. It comes out October fourteenth. He's gone. Oh, he's over there. That's a fly over there. That's not even a mosquito. Right. But it's called Till. Comes out October fourteenth. Let me see. October 14, 2022. I don't know how I feel watching that. Oh, they actually did show the part where his mom said, no, keep the casket open because I want them to see what they did to my son. They showed that in the trailer. I don't know if they're going to actually... You think they're going to actually show, like... It's a movie, bro. I think if they have the image that's published widely online... Have I you ever seen an actual image of him yeah, in the casket? I saw yeah, it's fucked up shit. If you've never seen that, it's a shit. Yeah, if you if you've never saw it, I I I'd, I'd, spoiler like I I'd imagine like prepare yourself because this is that's that's some graphic stuff. They did that to him. How old was he? Nine? No, I think he was fourteen. My bad. Yeah, I think he was fourteen. My bad, guys. And then the trailer, they kept showing him like smiling, like they were just showing his childhood and shit, like on the train, smiling, getting on the train. That's the little boy that plays him. That's a very hard role to play, Emmett Till. That has to be, and he this looks like a young kid that looks like he's around 14, 15, maybe sixteen. That's a very hard role and a very what's the word? You have to really, you gotta really sit down and get yourself prepared to play a role like that at that young age too. I don't know if I could do that at that age. 
as a teenager. I don't know if I can. I'm happy they got somebody that is not as known and all yeah, because I don't even know. I don't know who he is. Because this could be his breakout role. Yeah, they could be. I didn't. I don't know who he is. I, I've never seen him in a movie before. Let's see what his name is. Um, I know they got his name on here. But yeah, that comes out um October. But yeah, back to the story though. Yeah, 14 year old Emmett Till. Um, his name is Jalen Hall. That's his name. Mm. Um, yeah, it's fucked up. Um, so she pretty much admitted this shit in the memoir. Yeah. What you said. Yeah. And they can't prosecute her. There's they insufficient evidence to indict her. Well, there was somebody who was um a witness and which was a close relative to to him. That is the only survivor of what happened, to, like actual firsthand survivor. To of this what day, he's still alive. Yeah. He 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 testified and it still was a no go. Which and they said uh, when they interviewed the family, we knew that was gonna happen. This fucking motherfucking fly, smack the fuck out this motherfucker right here, bro. I want to know what year that was that he was lynched, cause uh, 1955. That boy was really 14 years. He had just turned 14 too. He had just turned 14 a month prior to him getting lynched. Rest in peace, Emmett Till, man. Oh, well, we can say that to the end of time. Rest in peace, Emmett Till, brother. Rest um, in peace. The last thing that we have for what's trending uh, before we move on, we, we've been in what's trending for a little while. Um, there is a report that a 12-year-old passed away in the hospital in the UK after being taken off life support against his family's wishes. Uh, 12-year-old boy who was comatose in the UK has died after a lengthy legal battle ended with the determination that doctors could uh, should remove him from life support. His parents advocated for keeping their son alive by extending treatment or moving Archie to, into hospice, while doctors said it was in Archie's best interest to be taken off of life support, and they took him off. Would you imagine that, bro? The doctors just tell you, nah, it's probably in his best interest to just let him Could go. Could you keep your composure? Your kid. Yeah, your kid. Nah, I'd, I'd beat somebody. Somebody, somebody gonna die that day. That reminds me of, I don't think you've seen John Q, though. You, know, you said you never seen John Q, right? No. Yeah, with Denzel. That's pretty much the same thing they would tell him. They were like, yeah, your son's gonna die. Because I saw, I actually saw a clip on Instagram of that the other day. And they were telling him that. You have to just, ex- you know who was in there? James Woods. Every time I see James Woods, I can't take him seriously anymore because of the shit with Family Guy. Ooh, piece of candy. I can't take that nigga seriously. Ooh, piece of candy. But he was like, yeah, you're going to have to just accept it, John. He's like, accept what? That your son's going to die. <laughs> that's, how, that's how James Woods said it. But it's a serious movie, though. John Q was a, that was one of Denzel's best movies, nigga. He was like, no, I can't accept that. Y'all niggas know that scene, John Q. He wanted them to take his own heart and put it in his son. You got to see that shit, bro. But that's kind of the same thing. Like, doctors telling you that your son ain't going to make it. And as a parent, you're like, no, fuck that. Of course, that's probably how I'd be. I'd beat the shit out of the doctor for doing that to my kid. Yeah, like, they yeah. took 12 years yeah, old, bro. Hands. He was in a coma. Why does he have to be taken off life support because he's in a coma? How many people probably because there's no coming back at, from from that point. But they they were just not ready to let him. People go. wake up from comas all the time, but maybe yeah. they were saying with from his condition it, it wasn't gonna happen. Yeah. That's fucked up, man. Rest in peace to, to uh, what's his name, Archie. Rest in peace to him, man. Cause that's fucked. Up. I know uh, those parents they have to be going through a lot because it's like yeah, because it's not their choice. It's not by their hand. It's fucked up, and apparently it was a legal battle. I can't, I can't even imagine going through some shit like that, bro. You ain't nah. But I feel like in me, nigga, I'm going to be on top of the bed. Like, no, no, y'all going to have to fucking get someone to prime me. Y'all, y'all not y'all not taking them off life support. Like, I would do everything in me to make sure that they don't do it. Like, they'd have to come arrest me. That's what it would come down to. Because they would have to prime me off that fucking bed. Like, nah, nigga, fuck the fuck y'all talking about. Fuck, I will kill you. Yeah. Say that. I'll fucking, get, hey, kill me. I'll kill you, nigga. Shit like that. Oh, cutting out, bro. 
Yeah, because I was speaking a little too loud. <laughs> Rest in peace to Archie, man. That's all we have for uh, What's Trending. So we are going to uh, move on. We're going to give our, another RIP out to uh, comedian uh, Teddy Ray, man. A lot of y'all may not be familiar with Teddy Ray, but you may be familiar well, with this clip. Yeah, he was on Wild Out, too. Story, I was walking down the street one day, and, you know, I'll be looking at asses and shit, and I seen little yoga pants coming out the nail salon. So I looked, I peeped the ass out, and I was like, damn, she thick as fuck. Turn around, TT. <laughs> I was like, damn, nigga, what you doing out here with all this ass? Double cheeked up on a Thursday afternoon, hella ass, the sun is still out, my nigga, and it, uh, it was just, it, it, I, I, I don't know what I mean. Stick it was lost for the home. He was talking about his homie TT. He uh, see the girl and he was, he was like, damn, she thick, but it was a nigga. Has that ever, hey, niggas out there listening, has that ever happened to y'all? I want y'all to be, keep it real with yourself now. I mean, you can't tell me, but just keep it real with yourself. Has it ever happened to you? That's happened to me. Just there. <laughs> Brandon knows that's happened to me. Yeah, because I was there. He was in his old neighborhood. Said <laughs> fucking somebody was in the fucking garden bent over. Had a yellow shirt on. <laughs> and I was like, damn, nigga, she got a fat. <laughs> Motherfucker stood up. It was a dude in the yellow shirt. I'm like, oh, this guy. Why did he make me tell this story? I'm only that telling shit was funny. it because funny. That shit was funny as hell. Oh, my God. That actually happened. It was in high school, though, but that actually happened. I was around that time when this nigga wasn't eating lunch at school. <laughs> <laughs> it was around those times. It was around those times. Can you keep your composure? When you see a fucking girl with a fat ass and you turn around as a guy. Yeah. So you can keep your composure like, damn, I fucked up. Anyways, rest in peace to Teddy Ray, man. I didn't see um I didn't see the cause of death because actually a lot he of shit thirty three, right? Yeah, he was he, I think he was like thirty three or thirty four. A lot of people were posting a lot of his funniest clips on Twitter. Some of the shit I'd never seen before, and I was like, bro, this this nigga was fucking funny as fuck, bro. <clears throat> that was his most famous clip though, that double cheeked up one. So a rest in peace to him, man. The 30, 33, 34, however old he was, is a is a young age regardless. Um but yeah, man. Um, he had he had a lot of funny moments, so we definitely want to say rest in peace to Teddy Ray, man. Um, yeah, man, that's all we got for that. How much more stuff we got, bro? We got a little bit left. We're gonna get into the Would You Rather segment. Uh, we got three things that we'll debate about real quick before we get into music. Um, the first one, you ready? Yeah. First one is Would you rather? No, what would you rather do? Cut grass in a hundred degrees with a push mower? Or shovel snow in 30 degrees. Shovel snow. I've did that multiple times. So you'd rather shovel snow in 30 degrees I hate than cut being grass hot. in 100 degrees? I hate degrees. being hot, bro. I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate it. Yeah, because I feel like there's a lot of ways that you could keep yourself warm, even though it's still cold outside. Shit used to suck. I used to do that in New York and do it for like money like when we were younger. Yeah, shovel Me and my snow. friend, we used to do go to house to house and shovel people's uh, driveways. Oh, that nigga Fiaz? No. What happened happened to him? I don't know. I don't know. Stop asking me about him. I don't know, bro. Ask Anthony. I'd rather. Yeah, I think I'd rather shovel snow too. Shovel snow on thirty degrees or cut grass. And... No, now you if like it's shoveling hot, snow, what you if like it's hot, right? Okay, what if it's shoveling snow? Because I feel like thirty degrees is not the same equivalent of a hundred degrees. What if it's shoveling snow in negative degrees and negative temperatures? Shoveling snow in negative still, temperatures or cutting grass. I still do it, bro. To be honest, with you. I feel like I if it's negative temperatures, I'd rather fucking cut grass in hundred degrees. All right. Just drink water. You would have pushed them over too, like how you got. Push them over. I'm not doing that. Shoveling snow. Right. If I had to pick one for this situation, yeah, I'd probably say shoveling snow in 30 degrees. I never had a shovel snow, so I don't know what that's like. Never? 
It's not really much snow in Florida. I mean, in here it didn't snow like that, that like crazy. We had driveways, nigga. Y'all niggas got like ghetto streets in New York. <laughs> Stick is so? like so. Uh, the next one, you get twenty shots from M- uh, NBA half court. You get twenty shots from half court. Make two of them, and you get fifty billion dollars. If you miss all of them, you get forty years in prison. Would you take the risk? I take the risk. I think I get two. Twenty shots. You gotta at least make one to not go to jail. Okay. Two, yeah. you get fifty billion dollars. Yeah, I do it. Half court? Yeah, you can gauge, bro. Twenty. And shots. then they say no backboards. I don't know, but bro, you gotta think about it. Knowing that if you miss all of them, you're getting forty years. That would throw you off. The you being nervous of that, that would throw you off. If you get up twenty shots. Like, cause you're gonna be so nervous. Like, bro, if I miss all these, I'm going to jail for forty fuck prison. Not just jail. Not the county jail. Prison for forty years. I don't know if I could take that risk. Can you imagine? What you went for? I missed 20 shots. Like, <laughs> what you said, boy? Could you keep your composure then? Yeah, put me <laughs> in the bathroom. Are you here for 20? I got 20 shots for you. Yo, this guy right here, bro. I got 20 back shots for you, nigga. Come in there for Sus as fuck, bro. What the fuck is wrong with you, bro? I'll, I feel like I could make one, though. But I'd be so nervous about that 40 years shit, I feel like that would throw me off. I don't think I would take that chance. Half court? Can you make a half court shot? I've done it before, but I don't know if it was in a 20-shot range. I've done it before. Not in the game, but I've done it just fucking around before. I did that at Olympia in Florida. I've done it before. But it's tough. It's definitely it's not as easy as, as it, some niggas might try to think it. It's not Why, that easy. you calculate winning resistance? You just got a fucking... Gravitational drop? No, you don't even be thinking about it. Trajectory? That. Nobody thinks scientifically about that shit. I they could just, do that. They just throw this shit up. I All right, we're going to do this. We gonna, we gonna, you going to put the 40 years on the line? In prison? 20 shots on the half court or 20 shots in prison? Can I do calculations before I take a shot? It's not going to work. It's it does gonna, work. Okay. What you talking about? They got robots I want, I want you to do it. Why you do it? Why you do it? All right, this is the last one. One of these four actors has to go forever. You got to pick one to go. All of their work never existed. Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. Martin Lawrence. Will Smith. Will Smith, Martin Lawrence, Eddie Murphy, Denzel. Pick one to go and none of their work ever existed. Martin Lawrence. Damn, I think I have to say the same thing. Fuck. But Martin was funny as fuck, though, bro. Martin was a... That's why it's hard to say that, but Martin was funny as hell. But I can't pick Denzel. That's that's number one. Will is just too... He's just too... He's, he's just too, like... Just can't. Just and Eddie, no. Eddie, Eddie was don't. one of the best comedians we ever had. Even though Eddie is just like, as far as like his material nowadays, it's not like how it used to be. Bro. How it used to be. He his stuff is so his, his shit was so iconic. <laughs> like you can't take Eddie out of there. Yeah, I have to so say Martin. Too. Yeah, Martin is that's tough one. Martin is Martin was funny, man. I'll give him that. And Martin was funny. Martin that didn't was a have classic a lot of, show, man. He but, didn't have a lot of great movies. He did have some. Like, well, besides some, like Blue Street, Blue Street and, like was, um, just classic. Big Bad Mom's Boys House. and oh yeah, Big Mom's House. Yeah, that might be it. Well, I want to look at Martin's movies. <laughs> Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins, like that one. No. Hey, I'm typing in Martin and Martin. Norbit. <laughs> that was Eddie Murphy. I know. Remember? That was fucking funny. I'm typing in Martin Lawrence so I can look up his movies, and Martin Luther King Jr. is popping up. Um, funny thing about that because I saw a video of a guy on TikTok talking about how much of a coincidence is it 
that every time somebody talks about Martin Luther King on like social media or even just on Google, if you go to Google right now and you go to images, most of these photos of him are in black and white. Mm-hmm. This shit wasn't that long ago, the shit that Martin Luther King was doing. And there were black and white, there were color movies around the time that he was going through all this. Why are they trying to put all these images of him in black and white is what they were saying. Because they're trying to make it seem like this shit was so long ago. And they're tr- society's trying to make... What he was saying was society's trying to make it seem like the Martin Luther King shit was so long ago. That's what they're trying to make people think. But it really, in reality, it wasn't that long ago. But even if, even if it was a long time ago, being how we are in the position we are today, it's not, it's not like great strides ahead. We're still going through a lot of the same things. Yeah. It may not be to that level, but... There's a lot of stuff that's still happening. But I'm not going to say it's not better, but... But think about it. Most of the shit you see of Martin Luther King is in black and white. That's true. Uh, I'm going to Martin Lawrence's movie list. Do the right thing. He wasn't do the right thing. House Party. I forgot he was in House Party. He was in Boomerang. He uh, was in House Party? Yeah, he was in House Party. House Party 1 and 2. He was Bilal. That was his name. Oh, yeah, he was. I forgot um, about that. Bad Boys, A Thin Live, and Tweet Love and Hate. Bro, oh, I, just, life. I forgot he was in Life, bro. Oh, Life was a great Fuck. movie. But he was in there with Eddie. So. Blue Streak, Big Mama's House, Black Knight, What's the Worst That Can Happen, National Security, Bad Boys 2, Big Mama's House 2, Wild Hogs, Death at a Funeral, Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins, Bad Boys for Life. Yeah, I mean, yeah it's not like he got the weakest movie list out of all the niggas that we just named. Yeah. Well, probably not Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy's not... I consider Eddie Murphy more of a comedian. Comedian, yeah. I think his, his movie... I think Eddie's uh, movies is... Not Eddie Murphy's. Um, Martin's movies is probably a little bit better than Eddie's. The Eddie's, yeah. Yeah. Eddie has some pretty good movies. Yeah, Eddie Beverly was Hills fucking Cop. donkey, nigga. He was donkey. Shrek. And he was funny as fuck as donkey. Especially the first one. That nigga was pretty funny. I'll, I'll mainly speak on from his comedy. Because he was funny as fuck. Nigga, do you remember when he asked Shrek? When he was like, hey man, you ever had some parfaits? Or asked anybody if they like parfaits? They said, hell no, I want no parfaits. Do <laughs> you remember he asked Shrek no. that? No, I don't remember. That, that nigga literally said that. That nigga said, ever asked anybody if they like parfaits? And they said, hell no, I want no parfaits. <laughs> the fucking donkey asking this nigga. <laughs> Think I gotta fucking find older, it. Bro. Gotta In medieval find times, bro. What they know about parfaits? I gotta show you that part, nigga. That's all we got for Would You Rather segment, guys. Uh, we're gonna get the music down. We only got like three things. Oh, we got something. The the picture for this episode might be this nigga that we gonna talk about music last. But uh, the first couple things we got for music. Uh, the game's new album is out. I have not listened to it yet. Uh, Drillmatic. That's the album cover right there. He's getting his hair braided, and the other half of the couch is on fire. Well, it's uh, a good thing he made a decision to sit on that side. <laughs> Shut up. Drillmatic. Why niggas? Why you don't name your album something that's close to Illmatic? Don't do that. Don't do that. Why would you do that? Don't do that. It's definitely not making me think of Illmatic. He said the real album of the year out everywhere Friday August twelfth. Of course that passed. I promise. There's thirty songs on this album. Damn, bro, you've been working on this since the beginning of your career, dog. He said. <laughs> uh, I think most of this album is produced by Hit Boy. He said it's oh, a thirty okay. clip, thirty for thirty, no skips. Um, he has a song on there that is a 10 minute diss track to who? to Eminem for what? Um, is it on here? I thought it was on here I don't see the I thought it was called the something Slim Shady I don't see it on the track oh yeah the Black Slim Shady it's song 23 
Fifty finna go at his ass, boy. <laughs> it's song. Oh yeah, he named Fifty in there too. Because Fifty well, named why, Eminem. Bro? Why do you trying to be relevant, bro? And you know, know you can't try Eminem like that. I heard it was really trash though, and it's like ten minutes long. But I heard it was really trash. He has a he has a song on here that's called Ruby's Rose, Drake with the Braids interlude. That's what it's called. Drake with the Braids interlude. Ruby's Rose. Thirty songs is too many. Game got songs, some good bro. got some good music. He did he does, but thirty like, songs is too, much, too many songs, bro. I don't. There's only a select few artists I will listen to a thirty song album from, and it's not the game. He's not one of those artists, sadly to say. I haven't listened to this album yet because it's thirty songs. Oh, it's called Dramatic Heart versus Mind. Sorry, didn't throw that in there. Um, but that was funny. I gotta put that picture in that album cover because of what you said. <laughs> I gotta write that down. The game album cover. I'm not listening to a 30 song album. I'm gonna I'll listen to it. I'm not listening to 30 I'm a, I'm a listen, songs. I'm gonna listen to it. I'm gonna listen to it. See what he's talking about. I'm listening to 30 songs. I, I saw somebody saying that the album was really good, and I saw a lot of niggas saying that the diss track was whack and the album was just okay. But I did see the same consistency on that diss track that it was really bad. Okay. I don't know what he said to Eminem, but I have to listen to it to think to see if I think Eminem were responding. You, you never know. You might echo him because you're an Eminem hater. Yeah, I've never been a fan of Eminem. But, um,. J.I.D. also announced I played his new single. I think that single that I played is called Dance Now. Um, he put that out. His album is called The Forever Story. Because um, I think the last one he put out was called The Never Story. I think one of them was like The Never Story. So this one's called... I think that's what it was called. I didn't say that. Oh, I was like, why are you looking like that? This one's called The Forever Story. That's the album cover. It's him with a bunch of people around him. It's like, oh, that's pretty hard. I like getting, that. Let me see. Niggas getting arrested and shit. Um, the single's called Dance Now. Um, J.I.D. is a really underrated rapper. He is one of the best niggas in... I think he is the next best nigga in Dreamville besides Cole. Check on your emails. So, J.I.D. is... Um, this nigga's stupid. You know my authentication request? For my job. Uh, August 26th is when his album is coming out. I would definitely give that a listen. Not the Friday coming up, but the Friday after. Yeah, J.I.D. would be hard, man. Definitely listen to that. Um, that's it for music, guys. Psych, niggas. not it for music. That's the last thing we got for music. You know Charleston White? Uh-uh. The guy that fucking pepper sprayed Soldier Boy a couple weeks ago. <laughs> he, every time he goes, they got a video of that. Uh, and they were talking shit back and forth to each other. But I didn't he see pepper sprayed Soldier Boy. Apparently, he pepper sprayed Soldier Boy. They don't got a video of it. I don't remember. That's how funny as hell. That's boy. what he looks like every time he goes. Oh, he is such a hater on NBA, <laughs> bro. He be hating, bro. He be wishing death on him and shit like bro, that. He be saying a lot of wild shit. He says a lot of wild. That's shit. he's really a. Big body hater, bro, for real. I am going to play something that he said recently. Um, he has spoken down on Nipsey Hussle a lot. A lot. A- after his death. I saw a clip. I don't know if I have it in here. But I saw a clip on of a podcast he was on. And the niggas was telling him. One of the niggas on the podcast was like, hey, bro. We don't say fuck Nipsey Hussle. We don't say none of that shit, bro. That's not the type of shit we doing. He was naming the list of niggas that this nigga pretty much said fuck them niggas too. And he was like, bro, we don't, we don't do none of that, bro. And he was like, nigga, fuck all that. I said it, nigga. Fuck you mean, nigga. I said it, bro. And the other nigga on the podcast was like, hey, bro, y'all calm down, bro. Going back and forth. And Charleston White, he walked off the podcast. He was like, I said all that shit, nigga. Fuck y'all going to do about it. People were saying that he looked nervous, but to me, he did look nervous. He looked like he actually stood his ground and didn't give a fuck about anything that them niggas were saying. That's just me. But, um, yeah, he walked off the podcast. Um, but this is what he said recently about the nigga that killed Nipsey Hussle, Eric Holder. Yeah. This is what he said. Fair play here. Free Eric Holder. He said free yeah. Eric Holder recently. You just said free Eric Holder. Yeah, free Eric Holder. Uh, 
We say long live King Von. Uh, we know he was a killer. Uh, we say free YSL, and they got over 25 killings, over 50 shootings, uh, all against black people. Uh, we say free uh, YMW Millie, he killed two people. And these are rappers who saying this. Uh, Eric Holder's in 23 hour lockdown. He don't get any sympathy and compassion. Uh, Eric Holder is a stepper. We normally ride with the stepper. Not only that, he killed the nigga who called him a snitch. He killed the nigga who confronted him about snitching. Ain't that the rule that they say we supposed to follow as gangsters and street guys? Nigga call you a snitch and I ain't no snitch. So nigga, he responded like the G's supposed. So why we don't want him out? Nigga, that nigga, well, he'll any he'll killer. He a real stepper. Those are the people we admire and love. But because he stepped on our, one of our favorite rappers, he don't get the same embrace. And the prosecutor's office did say it was a hit. So obviously he ain't telling on nobody neither. He keeping his mouth closed. Sound like a real nigga to me. When you're looking at it from how the hip hop industry look at it. You just said. That's what he said. Right. I don't like I don't like him in general, like just because of the shit that he be saying about all the other people with shit death on him, but in this case he's right. <laughs> I hate to say it. He's actually right about what he did, sir, guys. He's hundred percent right. He's and I've been saying right. it for a while. Like a lot of people glorify these people, free YSL, free all these people that did all these things and but at the end of the day, why are you gonna glorify that? And then you say don't snitch, and then you say you know you do a, it's a double standard. Didn't we say that when we talked about the Young Thug shit? Didn't we say what if them niggas really did that shit? Yeah. And y'all talking about free YSL? What if Young Thug organized or like, hits? Or just like when we talking about the Melly shit, y'all was saying free Melly, and I'm like, well, he killed his best friends and his friends, his partners. Like, this is. But my- y'all saying free him? Why the <laughs> fuck is that cool to you? This is my only thing about what Charleston White said. How do we know that Eric Holder was not really a snitch? How do we know that? That's true. Okay, that? I didn't think about that, but yeah, that's true. Okay. One, how do we know that he's not really a snitch? And Nipsey was speaking some real shit when he said that. And two, when he said the prosecutor said that it's a hit, so obviously he ain't telling on nobody. Who is Eric Holder going to tell on? He the one that did it. <laughs> Who is he going to tell on? Who is he going to snitch on? Because the point he was trying to say was, obviously he ain't snitching. That's the real G-Core, right? Not the snitch. Who is he gonna snitch on to get away? I think, I think he would tell just to get less time though. That's how people operate. But who is he gonna tell on? He he the one that killed Nipsey. It's on video. Uh, he shot him and kicked him in the face. Just 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 because uh, you can be considered an accomplice if you letting somebody know and you cahoot. If you if you in cahoots orchestra like say somebody else don't like Nipsey <clears throat> and they, they figured out the time that he was gonna be by himself and be around limited people. Okay, okay. And then okay, let okay, Eric okay. Eric know that. Yeah, it could be something like that. Could be something like that. But I think in that case, he would tell on that person. Okay. I think he's that type. I think he's that type. But I see what... That point, everything he was saying I see what video. he's saying is yeah, true. I, I can understand what I don't like saying. him. I'm not saying I don't li- I like him or anything like that. But what I'm saying is what he's saying is true. Now, and a lot of you can't say it. You, you can't echo yeah. any differently because it's true. Yeah, that, that, he, he was right about what he was saying. Um, y'all remember what I said about the shit on the podcast, right? Where he told the niggas, man, fuck you, I said that shit. Um, this is what Charleston White said recently. Uh, I want to apologize to Nip. 
Yeah, yeah, to all the, on behalf of all the Crips and the Rolling Sixties and the Nipsey Hustle fans of the rapper, I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, yeah, yeah, I apologize. And the, and the reason I'm apologizing, because a Crip nigga came to me and told me, if you want me to say, we want me to hear you, nigga, and I want him to hear me. Uh, yeah, I want Crip Mac to hear me. So on behalf of Crip Mac and all the Crips and, and, and the Crip Nation uh, and all the Nipsey Hussle fan, I apologize. I'm sorry. I ain't gonna ask y'all to forgive me because I know most y'all have unforgiving hearts. But uh, I apologize uh, to his family. One, I want to say he has on a blue hoodie. He said he talked to Crips. They put that pressure on this nigga, boy. Somebody said that they take their niggas behind the camera like that. <laughs> and it was like, hey, what you say? And put it up to his face, Bruh, that last part there. For him to apologize like that after all the stuff that he said about Nipsey Hussle, they put that pressure on that nigga. Somebody, somebody And prevalent. he didn't even list why he was saying he's sorry. Like he somebody, saying- Exactly. Somebody prevalent in the Crip community got to that nigga and said, bitch ass nigga, you about to apologize right now. <clears throat> But at least he did apologize. Yeah. He apologized. Oh, man. That's all we got from music, man. That's it. He was right about that shit he said, though. He was right. Yeah. About that shit he said before. Um, Where are we at now? Charleston White. We're going to move on to sports. Only got sports in the Q&A segment left for this episode. Um, The first thing we have for sports, uh, the NBA announced that they are retiring the number six across the league in honor of uh, Bill Russell. Um, so anyone that wants to wear number six from here on out in the NBA, you cannot wear that number. He is the first player in NBA history to get his number retired throughout the entire league. They didn't even do that for Jordy yet. Shout out. Bill Russell. Shout out Bill no, LeBron, Russell. No, LeBron, LeBron wears number six. But the niggas that are wearing number six. Now, the niggas that are wearing number six now, they, they still good. It's like anybody that's not wearing number six, you can't get number six. But if you're wearing number six now, it says you'll be grandfathered in, so you're good. So LeBron's good. But do you think he changes his number for Bill Russell? I think he would. Go back. Well, Anthony Davis is twenty three, ain't he? So he, no, nah, I don't think he is because I don't think he can go back to twenty three. I don't understand what the significance of numbers are. Number. A lot of niggas wear numbers for certain reasons. Like a lot of niggas that like their NBA stories, like they'll wear a certain number for. Like I think uh, Lillard and fucking I think Damian Lillard wore zero for Oakland for because it, it looked like an O. Mm-hmm. So he wears zero for that. A lot of niggas wear numbers for certain reasons. Mm-hmm. Kobe did it. LeBron does it for Jordan. That's why LeBron wore twenty three. What, what, what was Kobe's? Um, what he what in was high school? He was um, he was twenty four in high school. He was eight when he came to leave. I think he was number twenty four. Yeah, he was number twenty four in high school. Mm-hmm. That's why he changed age twenty four. Yeah, numbers like that number should mean like to sports players that number should mean something. Yeah, um, not even just in, uh, NBA, NFL too. Um, but yeah, man, uh, shout out and rest in peace to Bill Russell because I think we talked about that last week that he just uh, passed. We did talk about it, but I, I was saying I think it was last week. Rest in peace to Bill Russell, man. Um, a report came out that between 2021 and 2022, over 17,000 babies in America, I believe, were named Kobe. Uh, 17,071 newborns were named Kobe in that time frame. The name saw a 201% increase. Yeah. I don't know if I name my kid Kobe. I think that's a unique name. But I feel niggas, man, because I know niggas love Kobe. I feel niggas for that shit, man. We ain't going to talk about that autopsy shit because I know you was probably thinking. I ain't yeah, I don't want to no, talk I'm about that about, at all. I'm talking about Rest in peace, Kobe, man. And shout out to Kobe Bryant and his whole family. Rest in peace to Kobe Bryant, man. That's all I'll say on that. 
And uh, Antonio Brown, we're going to move into NFL shit. And then that's it for sports. Got two things for NFL. Then we can do the Q&A segment. Antonio Brown, he revealed his biggest regret in his NFL career. He posted I this. I've seen that. I'm going to read this verbatim. I know sometimes when I be reading shit, I'll be adding words. I'm not going to add any words in this. I'm going to read this exactly how Antonio Brown wrote this. Quote, My biggest regret in my career doesn't involve calling my GM a cracker or showing up to Raiders camp late in a hot air balloon with frozen feet or throwing rocks at that UPS driver. And it definitely doesn't involve taking my shirt off and doing a victory lap around Jet Stadium mid-game while throwing up deuces. My biggest regret is that I'll never get to see me, Antonio Brown, play a game live. Sure, I can watch the game afterwards, but it can't. <laughs> I can't imagine what that was like for you all to see something like that. Like watching the Beatles or Jesus perform at bed at Red Rocks. What is Red Rocks? <laughs> Red Rock Cafe? I don't know. His biggest regret is that he can't see him play. He says, sincerely, A.B. Hey, man, you and Kanye, y'all perfect business partners, man. Y'all both be on that nut shit. <laughs> Did you ever hear a song he put out? No. <laughs> that shit was. Oh dope. wait, the one that had a hard ass beat. No, not that one. It's another one he put out. <laughs> Where the fuck is that shit? At? Put this call. Put that shit on. Ryan, put that shit on, Ryan. <laughs> put that shit on. Put that shit on. You never see the dance? He's like this. That's the dance. T was fucking performing that rolled aloud. Was he really? And the nigga was like, do your dance, A.B. Hey, do your dance. The nigga was like this. <laughs> That's the dance. What do you think about his biggest regret? He doesn't care that he called his GM to see where. He don't care about it. Mike Mayock. He doesn't care that he called Mike Mayock to see where. Showing up to the high, showing up the camp with a high air. I didn't know he did that. He showed up with a high air balloon. <laughs> I did it. That's some G shit, bro. That is funny, though. Show up with a high air balloon. I think he has CTE. I think there's something wrong with that, bro. I don't know when it started. I don't know. I don't know if it's true that he. Had, I think he. I think he has something mentally wrong with him. We talked about AB a lot on this podcast. A lot of shit that he's done. <clears throat> but there's some of the shit that I don't know. Maybe I don't want to put CTE on him. And he ain't got CTE. I don't want to say that. But maybe he's just a Florida nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's just a Florida nigga. Maybe that's it. Because I know a lot of niggas from Florida that got that, that they they seem like they ain't insane, but they not really insane. Maybe he's just one of them niggas. He's from Florida. He from Miami. Well, Mike B. From Miami. I mean, I'm normal, though. I came out normal. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. I beg to differ. The last thing for sports, guys, Deshaun Watson finally put out an apology. I'm going to read it here verbatim. <laughs> I'm going to read this verbatim. Yeah, all right. Quote, look. I want to say that I'm truly sorry to all the women that I've impacted in this situation. The decisions that I've made in my life that put me in this position, I would definitely like to have back. But I want to continue to move forward and grow and learn and show that I am a true person of character and that I am going to continue to push forward. That was it. Yeah, all right. Why he wait so long to apologize is my question. Because he's pending an additional suspension? <laughs> I saw a report said because... What they gave him six games. They gave him six games. But they're doing a review now. Yeah. Roger Goodell wants a year suspension. Deshaun Watson said he'll take not six six games. He'll take eight games and a five million dollar fine to so he can play this year. He said he'll do that. Give me eight and five million dollars. I pay y'all five million so I can just only lose eight games. You give him that? No. You Goodell? I'll give him a year. A whole year. 
Mm-hmm. I am really glad the Falcons did not sign him. The thing about it is that there's only so far you can go with Deshaun Watson because a lot of these women took the lawsuit money. Yeah, 24. So there's only so far your feelings can take you as far as that goes. Because, it's- yes, it was outright, it was bad, but... To what degree, I don't know, because nobody testified. They took the money, which include probably a clause so that they could keep quiet and not go to the media. And let me say this. It wasn't some of them. All of them settled. All 24 of them settled. I was just... <laughs> All 24 of them settled. Yeah. All 24 of them settled. I'm glad the Falcons did not sign him because I don't... I wouldn't want to have to deal that with drama, this. yeah. Yeah, if he's going to play or not and all. Because now the Cleveland Browns have to deal with that shit. And you add Deshaun Watson to what Cleveland has, and with the addition of Amari Cooper, they actually have a pretty good team. Yeah. Cleveland has a pretty good team. So this Deshaun Watson thing really will affect Cleveland this year. Because I don't think the Steelers in that division, I don't think the Steelers are going to do much. Um, The Browns, the, you got the Bengals, the Browns, and the Ravens. I don't think the Ravens are going to do much because they haven't got no receivers. I can't wait for, excuse me, football season to start, guys. I cannot wait for that shit. Y'all want to know what Brandon told me earlier? Damn, he man. said he finna start keeping up on the games this year. He was like, hey, bro, I'm going to keep real with you, bro. I'm going to be watching football on Sundays, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep up. Cause last year was really good, bro. He, he said that. This guy, he said that shit. That's I will because bro. after after seeing like last season, man, I, I really want to keep up with it. I'm Ryan, keep... Ryan, he said he going to the Saints game with us, bro. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go to the Saints game. It's going to be my first sporting game. This nigga's never been to this. I've it's never, on September I've 11th, too. They're going to give a whole thing for September 11th. That's, for the that's game good. I, I'd like to participate this in This nigga's never been to a sporting event, guys, ever. I've been to NFL games, NBA games, playoff games. NBA playoff games, NFL playoff games, baseball games. I've been to a fucking hockey game before. You've been to a hockey game? I've been to a hockey game a long time ago, years ago. You saw the Bruins? <laughs> no, it was. The Flyers? It was, um. The Bruins. It was the Gladiators when they were here. The it was like when I was first here in Georgia. It was the Gladiators. Oh, they don't have. They're, they're not a thing anymore. But that's all we got for sports, guys. We do it pretty good on time because we on like an hour and twenty. Yeah, so we up. only got one more thing. Chop it up, hurry up, bro. Q and A segment, guys. Uh, we answered listeners' questions. If you guys got anything you want to send to us, send it to socialjunkiepod at gmail dot com. We don't send read your it name. to the email, please. Cause yeah. we haven't had a question in a little bit. Um, I've checked today, so make sure y'all send any type of questions. Well, any sensible questions, a legitimate question, to our email. Do y'all think Anthony, Antonio pop. Brown eats shit? Somebody said that. I mean, unfortunately, would you answer that question? We would have to answer it. <laughs> Socialjunkiepod at gmail.com. Yes, I echo what he just said. Send any questions, guys. Um, actually, we're gonna. I thought we were going to talk about something else, but we'll save this. We've been saving this for like a month, this other one, because I saw something else that was better. Steve Harvey actually put this on Twitter, I believe. And I think it's a really, really great question that we can uh, debate and discuss. Um, I don't know if it's going to be a debate, but a good discussion. He said, uh, quote, What advice would you give to a person who is about to get into a new relationship? That's it. That's the question. What advice would you give someone getting into a new relationship? And you know what? Before you answer... Me and Brandon and Cliff, his roommate, we talked about like this, like how the dating, I think we brought it up on here, like how the dating scene is now, like, because we were telling him, like, bro, you trying to get in the dating scene now, nigga, you fuck. Because I was telling, we, we were telling him, like, bro, you should have got in the dating scene. And respect Cliff, because yeah, me yeah. and him in a relationship, we're talking about, talking about to Cliff, if you're trying to get into the dating scene now. Yeah, shit is fucked up. Yeah. Like, we were like, bro, you should have tried to get in a relationship like six <laughs> years ago, because these women differ now, boy. <laughs> They got different views and ideologies now that they had six years ago. Mainly because of shit on social media. Yeah, they want a man to take care of everything. But think about that. Mainly because social media is why. 
Mainly because social media is why women's ideas and ideologies now. Well, I think it's just social media in general for everybody, yeah. for for men and men. women yeah, alike. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah. What's the What's the advice you would give to someone getting into a new? So let's say Cliff got into a relationship. He's getting into a new relationship. What advice would you give to him about getting into this new relationship? Are you comfortable with the person that you are, and are you comfortable to the, with the person that you are today? And what do you like? What are you looking for in a relationship? Like, what do you want out of this? Like, what do you what do you want from this relationship? What do you want? What if he was like sex? Then you don't really. That's that's it, bro. That's not. You know. We gonna open the door. He gonna go back outside. This ass. So that's so it. That's all. That's all you tell him. That's all you would tell him. That'd be the main thing. Not strap up, use a condom, safe sex, nothing like that. That's not my answer, but... Raw pickle all day. This nigga said raw pickle all day. I think mainly because of the conversations that we had with him already, he's not willing to accept... But I I feel him. He's not willing to accept certain things from a woman. No. No, Certain uh, traits? Yeah, he's he's going to find something that's going to have everything. And this is my advice when is it that comes what you're to that. Because I, no, I can't think of an example of something that he said, but he was just mainly like, <clears throat> he's not giving in to certain things just to just because he's in a relationship. But that's the thing about relationships. You at some point take or there's something that you're gonna have to take and give. You know, and it's that's just, what he was saying when we said that. He was like, "Well, I should." I he doesn't I just, understand that. He was just like, "I just, I guess, I can't be in a relationship then because I'm not giving in to certain things that I don't think I should give into." So my advice to him or whoever it is like would be. Especially guys that don't understand, because I think he's one of those guys that doesn't understand that. There's going to be a lot of shit, no matter who you're with. There's going to be something about your partner that you don't like. Because a lot of people don't think that. They think that, oh, I love this person. Uh, we're not going to... So, I mean, if you're in denial and you're delusional, you're not going to think that. But it's like, there's going to be something about your partner that you don't like. Certain shit that they do that you don't like. So you have to be ready to either accept it or try to work around it. That's the main thing. There's going to be certain things that you and your partner disagree on, whether it be the way that they clean, the way that they fucking, I don't know, whatever it may be. But there's, you're going to have to compromise with certain things because there's some things with people that you cannot change. There are some things with people, I'm not saying like cheating and shit like that. I'm just certain, I'm talking about like certain personality aspects of certain people. There's certain things that you cannot change. So you have to be willing when you get into a new relationship to accept that. Like, you have to be able to know that and be able to say, you know what? This is something I'm just going to have to work around and accept it because I know it's hard to do sometimes because some niggas just don't want to do it. He's one of those people. He's like, I don't want to do none of that. I'm not doing none of that. I'm not accepting certain shit. I feel like I shouldn't have to accept that just to be in a relationship. To make a relationship work, you got two people that are buttonheads, two people that are disagreeing with certain shit that they do. And it's realistic because exactly. it's going to happen. You're not going to sit here... Okay, tell me the percentage you think you, you it's likely that somebody go out here and meet a person completely perfect to their specification. No. What's the percentage? Tell me the percentage. It doesn't matter what it is. Just tell me what the percentage is. 5%. There you go. It's not likely. There's something at some point, whether it be beginning stages, even all the way up to marriage. You're talking about ideology. You're talking about, you're even talking about religion. You're talking about church. You're talking about kids. Money. There's so many things that can bring about differences and shit like differences and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, at some point, there has to be some sort of compromise. 
And yeah, you don't like to think like that. Like, ah, I shouldn't have to compromise on this stuff. But and like you're saying, that th- when we've talked to Cliff about this kind of stuff, and it's not just him. It's people in general have this unrealistic standard. Women, men, doesn't matter. That you think that you're not going to have to compromise in this kind of relationship and you seek to. It's not realistic. At some point, there is a compromise that's going to have to take place. And a conversation that's going to have to have. And then what are you going to do? Say you meet a woman or a man. And 90% of the time, everything is good. They haven't cheated. They haven't done any of that. They're, you know, perfect. So, so you know, to, to, you know to, to what you can think. And then there's a 5% that you always have, you butt heads. Are you going to leave them over that 5% or are you going to make it work? Especially if you've been dating for a while. Especially if you've been dating for a while. I think some people have done that. And the first sign of trouble in their relationship, they got out of it. I think there's people that have done that, probably. Not even a problem. I'm pretty sure there's people that have done that. Like, that first sign of some shit that they didn't like, a sign of trouble. Oh, no, I don't want to do this no more. I don't want to be in a relationship. And I get what you're saying, because there's a lot of those people that are just like, they've been to been through similar things in the past, and they want to repeat, and they have some sort of expectation, but... I'm not even talking about just that. I'm just saying, like, take away that. Take away that part. Oh, I've been through some shit. I'm not going. I'm just saying, like, there's people that go through certain shit in their relationship that they just don't want to deal with, and they're like, "Oh, no, I'm not putting up with this," and they just leave. That's the thing about about it. It makes it worth it when you have to go through that kind of stuff because when Aww. you don't go through it, it, when you don't go through issues, then what do you really have? You know, you're gonna have to have some. You have that. You you're going to have some issues at some point in a relationship. You know what you have? Sugar spice and everything nice, rainbows and sunshine, and that's what they think. That's what they think for niggas that don't go through nothing. The niggas that don't go through the arguing and shit. How? I see what you're saying though, because it's like, who wants to not argue? Does anybody? I mean, it's, it's just weird, like, when you think about it, like a relationship without arguing or not even arguing, but like disagreements or anything like talking. Because you don't have to argue in order to get a point across. You don't have to do that. You could talk calmly to a fault and do all that kind of stuff to work things out. You're not necessarily arguing all the time, but there are disagreements in a relationship. So what do you do in that case? Boy, when you're not arguing? Yeah, like, what do you what do you? You're going to argue think? about something, though. You, I mean, do people think that it's just not going to happen? How many relationships do you know that people just don't have any disagreements or arguments or anything like that? I don't know anybody that goes through that, but... You're saying how many people do I know would want to go through that? So I, I how many think, people do you know has a relationship with the person and they don't argue at all? No, I've never seen that. They don't argue. They don't fight. They don't do any of that. I've never seen that. At some point, it's it's just what is was there, and it's not being it's not accepting like, and it's not accepting of what's gonna be. You're not accepting it. It's, I'm just telling you this is what it is. This is what happens. <laughs> so this is normal. That's normal. Hold on, where's that part of That's normal? That's normal? Especially the end. They fuck. Yeah. I'm telling you, there's times like that, man. There's times where y'all get frustrated at each other and you just gotta figure out what, you know, what what you said fuck you bitch to your girl? No, I haven't said that. I don't think I have. I don't think I real liar alert. <laughs> I don't I don't think I have actually. Could you keep your composure when you go through that? Fuck you bitch. Sometimes, man. Sometimes it'll just get you hot, man. But Bruh, my thing is on that song, 
Kendrick really sounded like he was mad. You know what? Fuck you, bitch. That <laughs> nigga really sounded like he was mad. How did he do that? He really sounded like he was mad. Like, how do you muster up that energy to go to the studio and fake an argument and make that shit sound real? <laughs> I don't know. What? This weird. I ain't do nothing, bro. What this you talking about? This guy is weird, man. That's all the advice you got? Yeah. That'd be my advice. Like, just. You gotta just take it know, in, man. That's just what it is. Just know that you're gonna have to deal with shit that you don't like. And and you know what? I want to say that advice to people that, like, to the younger crowd that may be listening to this podcast that have never been in no real relationship before. Because, you know, there's niggas that happened before. Like, you could be 18 and you never... Because I feel like my first real relationship was when I was fucking 21. 21 was my first real relationship. 21 years old. Mine was like mid-20s. So, for the niggas... Early to, yeah, mid-20s, yeah. For the guys and girls, I should say, um, that are listening to this podcast, that are around that age, that have never been in a real relationship, that may be getting into a new one. Just know that that's something that you're going to have to deal with. You're going to have to deal with something that you don't like. And it's going to be your responsibility and your partner's responsibility to figure out how y'all can work around that shit and make your relationship work. I mean, if it's some other, if it's some crazy shit like, oh, this nigga can't stop cheating. I mean, yeah, that's different. Oh, my God. I can't stop going to glory holes. I don't know what I do. (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah, I get it. Okay. Yeah. That, I guess. (laughs) That's all we got for the Q&A segment, guys. Again, if you have anything you want to send out, send it to socialjunkiepod at gmail. I wish Ryan was here. Dot com. Why? Because he would have laughed at that. What the fucking shit did you just say? Yeah. That the weirdo shit? This nigga's fucking... That was a little weird, man. How you know what that is? You've been through a couple. What? Nah, yeah. I'm playing. <laughs> this fucking nigga right here. What did he say? <laughs> There's a guy right here. I don't know what song I'm going to play at all. Oh, I, can, I can play peasy. I can play peasy. Yeah, man. That's all we got, guys. This is episode, man. If you made this far into episode, we fuck with you, man. We appreciate y'all, man. This is episode 147 of Social Junkie Podcast. I'm going to play some of that peasy before we get up out of here. Said peasy. That's his name. His name is Peasy. What does it say? Peasy. Made this part of the episode again. We appreciate y'all, man. Make sure you like and subscribe our audio episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud every single week. YouTube episodes drop a couple days after the audio, a day or two after. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button on YouTube if you haven't already. We appreciate everyone that has. I go by the name of Pete. That's Brandon. It's a good one. Episode 148 will be next week, guys. And uh, that's it. Be back, man. Killers coming out retirement. Dead nigga play. Hit your mans with a package. He don't pay. I make him pay. I can stop selling all the shit today with what I made today. Niggas probably won't admit it, but I paid away. Who else you know made all these millions and ain't signed no papers? Did my time like a gangster, never made a statement. Just fuck niggas like I'm racist. Niggas wasn't near when we was rapping in the basement. They was throwing parties, we was cooking, cracking, shaving. Hit your house party, fuck it up. We